at a young age. This as the Gauteng Education MEC Banyazali Sufi visited yet another school tarnished by sexual assaults in Benoni, east of Johannesburg. This follows a visit this morning to a school in Pretoria where a matriculant at the Mamilodi School east of Pretoria was raped at a matric dance. The Gauteng MEC for education joins us now on the line uh, a very good afternoon to you and thank you so much for speaking to us uh, mr lusufi uh, i must admit uh, it's been depressing these uh, past week two weeks or so just even reading about and reporting on the issues it must be even more so for you visiting these schools and talking to parents and learners depressing indeed Tepiso. Um it is so depressing that it's very difficult even to follow some of the activities that are happening in some of our schools. Uh, it's devastating. Uh, it's unbelievable. But we have to solve our because uh, the situation is so difficult, difficult, difficult. But what is your assessment of these? And I mean, we'll get into the individual <coughs> incidents in just a moment. Is this uh, a, a new trend that we're seeing or is there greater reportage of it? Or have you, have we just basically kept our eyes um, off our children and what's happening in the environments that we assume are safe? No, we are part of society. I think these are the things that are taking place partly uh, in our communities. Uh, we are just a recipient of these uh, activities. They are completely unacceptable. We just have to find a mechanism of, of attending to them, especially the reporting channels and processes that will allow us to uh, to need these things in the bud and attend to them as quickly as possible. So what have you found in the school in Benoni that you went to and uh, in Mamilodi as well when you visited that school? In Mamilodi, I can summarize it in one word, is negligence. Serious, serious negligence. There is no way when we're having an event for learners, uh, somebody invades uh, that event without being invited, and you allow that person to continue to be there. Uh, it's quite clear this was an event for Mexicans, and the patroller was not supposed to be there, and the patroller knocked off at 6 p.m. The event started at 9 p.m., and why did the school allow that patroller to be there? So we've subjected that a process to, to our internal uh, disciplinary uh, measures, but also we've appointed an independent team to investigate all the allegations around that issue. What comforts us, at least, is that the police have managed to arrest the suspect, which was a difficult, difficult thing uh, for us to persuade the police to, to arrest the suspect. Uh, but finally, they've managed to arrest the suspect. The other thing is that when they com- the parents went to report the case, um, and, you know, in a case of rape, uh, evidence is a very, very important. The earlier you preserve the evidence, the better. When they went to report the matter, uh, the police were, were very difficult to assist the family and also to assist the victim as well. So it's something that uh, will raise uh, with both our provincial uh, commissioner but also the MEC uh, for safety in our province because the incident happened 29th, um, 29th of, 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 of September, but the case was only uh, on the 10th uh, of October, you can see that the, uh, uh, the majority and the number of evidence that we needed to take in between might be lost, and, 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 and that's a serious cause for concern. Mm. And uh, with regards to um, the other incident that you were investigating in Benoni, uh, what action has been taken? Well, um, there as well, fortunately, the school is cooperating with us very well. 
it was not necessarily a school event. Uh, what happened is there is that uh, there was a student that was going overseas. Students on their own arranged a farewell function on Saturday uh, and uh, had a party. And uh, during the party, the victim requested uh, the, the, the suspect to accompany him head to a bathroom because she stayed next to the park where the party was taking place. And we are told that's where uh, this incident of uh, rape uh, occurred. Uh, it's a grade 8, the victim is in grade 8, and the, the culprit is in, 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 in grade 10. Uh, here as well, the family also received a serious concern about the conduct, the behavior of the police. But immediately after they raised matters, I went to meet with the station commissioner. I must, be say, I must say that was a mother that uh, really accepted the limitations that uh, were recorded by uh, the family of the victim. And uh, the station commissioner is trying to uh, remedy the limitations and all other related matters. From our side of the department, because the learner when I arrived at school, uh, the, the, uh, the culprit was still in the school premises. Uh, it's something that I really felt it was completely, completely unacceptable. So I requested the school management uh, committee to make arrangement with the family because the victim is at the school, the culprit at the school, in the same schoolyard, and really it, it does not assist. So then they, 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 they are attending to that concern so that either the victim or the culprit must be relocated to one school so that this matter uh, is attended fully and does not create unnecessary tensions or problems within the school premises. Is there any intention of having a wider consultative um forum or process with SGBs, with parents around sexual assaults because uh, this year alone there's been quite a number of incidents where the alarm has been raised and even last year, some of the cases dating back two years where allegations of sexual assault or sexual misconduct has been reported. Any form of assistance or a team work will appreciate it from the department point of view because it's a very, very complicated and difficult terrain to operate with. I must appreciate uh, the intervention made by the Gender Commission. They've come on board. They've been with us in all this, uh, at, at, the, at all these schools. Uh, they've been giving valuable advice. Also, uh, uh, the ministry uh, responsible for women and children, uh, they've been giving us the necessary uh, support, the Human Rights Commission, uh, NGOs just like uh, the Teddy Bear Clinic, they've been giving us guidance and support, but indeed we need a broader uh, uh, a summit or a platform to deal with all these matters. These matters are too much. Uh, we need parents uh, to take note and also uh, to formulate a mechanism in which they can touch base with our schools if they pick up things are not right. All right, thank you so much for speaking to us, MEC. Harding Education MEC, Banyazali Sufi, we're now on the line to University's Research Associate on Gender Violence, Lisa Vetten. Uh, a very good uh, afternoon to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us, Ms. Vetten. I'm sure you yourself have took, taken note of these recent reports at uh, primary schools, at high schools. What, what are your initial thoughts around what is happening? Ms. Fashion, may I please interrupt you for a second and ask you, uh, I'm not sure if your radio is on, but I'm getting a bit of feedback and I want to make sure that uh, the line is just, is your radio on? Um, No, it isn't. I... And driving in a car with somebody else. Okay, all right. What's your <laughs> all right, that's a, that's a little bit Sorry. better, right? So you you were saying your initial impressions of what's going on. Yeah, in terms of the 
South Africa, what we seem to suffer from, for want of a better way of putting it, is episodic outbreaks of scandal and outrage. We remember there's a problem, there's a flurry of activity in order to do something about it. We are reassured and then we forget about it. And then a couple of years down the line, we seem to have yet another outbreak. Because I think one of our first reports on problems in school probably occurred as far back as 2001. The Human Rights Watch calls it um, scared at schools. And we've had hearings by the Human Rights Commission over the years. We've had reports by the South African Council of, Indicate, of, of Education. And yet we don't seem to be able to fix these recurrent problems, which seems to have a lot to do with problems around school procedure, around school safety, around systems that don't consistently work the way they do until they're forced into action by an outcry. Hmm. So... With all of these reports that you're saying, um, it's not the first time that we've been, you know, conscientized to the dangers in terms of the vulnerability of learners at schools or environments that are thought to be safe. What happens? Is it because as a society we've become numb to the level of crime or because there's so much crime that we just take it for granted? I think that does become rather overwhelming. I think, you know, also because the problems are quite deep and entrenched, people can become quite helpless as to what they should do next. But I think there's also quite a tendency um, on the part of schools to want to sweep these problems under the carpet. You know, many of these scandals, you discover the school knew about some months beforehand but didn't want to do anything about it because they were worried about what it might do for their reputation. So I think there's a need to work much more strongly with school governing bodies to say their first priority is the child, not the school's reputation. Um, because as long as that is their primary goal, then you're going to continue trying to have these cover-ups and you won't have the sort of strong action taken um, that you need immediately. I mean, there's been other scandals as well with regards to um, learners caught having school in sex and all other incidents where uh, girls or boys or both either engage in consensual or non-consensual sex. But some have argued that in this uh, information age, children are exposed to so much that um, they are more uh, exploratory themselves what is the real problem here? Is it because uh, we assume that the internet is going to do uh, the teaching for us as parents, that uh, children know more about these things because they see them on the net? Or is it also because uh, children have seen it on the net and therefore some of these things are not such a big a deal? I think there are different sorts of problems here. I mean, the example that you spoke of earlier, of the rape at the school. That seems to be a question of safety, where a third party, somebody not connected to the school, came onto the property and, um, and, and raped the pupils. So you have the problem of third parties. Then you have the problem of school children. And then your third problem is obviously your problem with teachers and other staff. And each of those require a slightly different solution or, and are a slightly different problem. You know, I think with questions of teachers and staffing, you need to be finding out if the school is properly checking whether or not the staff member is um, registered with the National Register for Sex Offenders or the Department of Health, um, sorry, the Department of Social Development registers around those who harm and interfere with children. So you need to see if those procedures have been properly followed. There, I think you're also in a situation where teachers may isolate 
and pick on and identify children who are vulnerable because perhaps they don't have a parent or parents who are properly involved with them. So I think you need to look in each instance, what is the problem, and have a slightly different solution. So yes, there is a problem clearly of, of children wanting to experiment sexually, and, and I think sexual experimentation does go with adolescence, and what is really needed is proper guidance from teachers and parents around that experimentation. So I think the challenge for many adults is how do they talk about this in ways that, because they're so uncomfortable with it, they don't communicate that discomfort to children and, in a way, make it, in the, in the guise of giving information, are actually giving children the message that this is wrong and bad and don't ask me about it. And if you are doing this and I find out, there will be terrible trouble. All right. We really do need to look at what is the quality of sex education we're giving. Thank you so much for speaking to us and sharing your insights. Uh, Lisa Vatten uh, is Vets University's Research Associate.